Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another vitamin T for you. This is your host, Lady T. Have you ever just been angry? I mean, angry where you've thrown something, you've broke something, you just feel like nothing will release that pent up aggression. Something has provoked you to a place where something got to be broken. Something got to be overthrown. You cannot tolerate the situation any longer and as an expression and as a sign of your disdain your loathing your total abhorrent to that situation that scenario your response is to break something flip something turn something over if that's you if you've ever been in a situation where you flip the table come on where you've turned something over Sis, you in good company. Oh yeah, listen. We've got to stop presenting Jesus as this manzy pansy hippie dude that's just love, peace, you know, and hair grease. Jesus, the Bible lets us know that um, on Monday after Palm Sunday, he was on his way to the temple and two things happened. One, he saw a fig tree uh, from a distance and he was hungry. And when he got to the fig tree, because he saw it had leaves on it, so he was like, okay, let me, you know, get me something to eat. And what I love about Jesus, even in that situation, he's always going after the natural, right? He's going after the natural, not GMOs, not artificial intelligence, not artificial food, nothing that has been genetically modified. He's going over and he's like, okay, let me get me some food. And he gets up close upon the fig tree and realizes that these leaves had no fruit. No fruit, y'all. Now, the scripture lets us know that it wasn't in season. And so automatically we go, okay, you know, well, what's the big deal? Why are you expecting figs and it's not in season? But even though figs weren't in season, their figs were known to blossom throughout the year different times. And even though they may not have been fully in bloom, there should have been some fruit on that particular tree because the leaves were there. Come on. And the leaves were there to cover the fruit. And so he looked at the tree and he cursed it. And the scripture said it withered and died at that very moment. Now figs represented, you know, the religious institution of Israel at that time. And so we understand that he wasn't just cursing the fig tree, but he was cursing the religious institution that appeared to be one way, but really had no fruit. So he begins to go into the temple after being hungry and finding out that there was no fruit on that fig tree. He goes into the temple, the scripture says, and he flips over the table, y'all. Oh my gosh. He flipped over the table of the money changers. Why? Because these money changers were fleecing the people that were coming to exchange their money so that they can buy a particular offering to present to the Lord when they went in the temple. Because they were coming from far and near, they were trying to exchange their money so they can buy an offering to worship in the temple. They came far and near from different places, different nationalities, different ethnicities, different money values, and systems and currencies, cultures, ethnicities, ways of doing things, different rule, but they all came to this one place, the temple, to worship God. 
And because the money changes were so corrupt and vile, they were not properly exchanging the money. So instead of giving them an even fair exchange, they were robbing them, robbing them so much so that they couldn't even get a proper uh, purchase, a proper offering. And the offerings that they were purchasing, some of them were lame, blemished, bruised. So Jesus came in there and turned that table over and was like, you have made my house a den of robbers and thieves. But my house is supposed to be a house of prayer for all people, all nations. And you have come and corrupted it with your system of greed your world system of trying to line your pockets, your world system, the system of the world that's of the devil, that's all about me, myself, and I. This temple that I've built, this system, amen, that's being built by me, guess what? It's gonna, it's gonna allow for this system that you've created to be burnt down just like that fig tree. It's gonna wither and die. And I, I, me, Jesus, me, God in the flesh have come to see about what you've been doing in my temple. This temple is supposed to represent my presence where I dwell and that all that can come will come. But you instead have started putting barometers, barometers and rules in place and establishing your own righteousness. And Jesus said, not so. And so he flipped the tables, y'all. Could you imagine? The one that opened blind eyes, he just fame went about him, raising Lazarus from the dead, loaned him to be a healer and deliverer of people that were bound with demons, speaking about peace. But Jesus is not only here to, to bring peace because he is the Prince of Peace, but he also came here to set mother against daughter, father against son, in the sense that the truth of the gospel that's being preached, it may upset your very family. It may put you at odds with those that you know and love. It may put you at odds with a system, a religion, a mindset, a false doctrine that you have been brought up in, indoctrinated in. Because I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And so the truth of the matter really is, Jesus is still flipping tables now. Oh, he's not physically amongst us doing it. But you better believe he's flipping tables. He's shutting down. He's exposing. He's crashing parties. People that say they are for God. People that say that they are standing for righteousness. People that are really performing and really all about the unjust balances and the unjust scales. He said they are abomination to him. He's disgusted. It's putrid in his nostrils. The fact that you would try to pimp prostitute bargain out, cheapen, keep people from accessing this gospel. So today he's flipping over tables in churches. He's flipping over tables in men's hearts. Oh yes, he is. He's exposing you to you. You think that it's all about, you know, I love Jesus. I worship and adore him. Just come to tell you that I love you more than anything. Yes, what you say with your lips, but in your heart, there's some exchanging going on. And your spirit and your flesh is at enmity one against the other. And so every time your spirit wants to worship God, your flesh tries to put roadblocks in its place.
and tell you, you shouldn't be worshiping God. God don't love you. Look what you just did. You remember who your father is, your mother is? God don't really love you. He another man that's going to let you down. Don't trust in him. Don't believe in him. And so instead of it being financially money, the currency, he's flipping the table in your life now and in your heart. The currency is your heart. The currency is your worship. Come on. The currency is worship. The currency is your life. And so the enemy is still at odds with his lying, deceiving self to make you believe that you have to come to God a certain kind of way. He will receive you. And so he makes you perform as opposed to receiving grace, which is freely given. So during this Holy Week, I want to remind you that Jesus flipped the table in the old temple and he's flipping tables now and the temple is your heart. He's flipping the temple of your heart. He's knocking over those tables, everything that's trying to exchange, everything that's greedy, everything that's impure, everything that's unjust, everything that's trying to earn, everything that's secretly motivated by lust, greed, and the pride of life. Oh, he's turning it over. And he's cleaning up and he's cleaning out. So let him flip the tables of your life today. This is Lady T for vitamin T for your day. I pray until next time, be well.